what it is, what it is, what it is, what it is, everybody. Welcome to episode 130 of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. My name's David Pether. You can call me Fish. With me, as always, my favorite sack of shit. Connor McDuff, how you doing there, lad? Sorry, I've been doing this fucking stupid Scottish accent for like two months now, and I'm so addicted to doing it, so I'm probably going to like do it sporadically through this podcast. But hey, how you doing? It's me, Connor McDuff. I'm with... Fish, and we're having a fun day. Fish is a little bit hungover today, so I'm probably going to talk a little bit more than him just because he sounds a little fucking miserable. Um, <laughs> I did. I was out uh, karaokeing last night, and that's always a big... Did you sing Tenacious D? No, we didn't do Tenacious D. I normally do, but uh, I did a bit of uh, Seal, Kiss from a Rose. Oh, nice, 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 uh, nice, nice. Good, good, good. Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and my go-to... Uh, karaoke song is the thong song by Cisco. Right. Okay. Do you even know that song? That was nope. like a big thing nope. when I was a teenager. It's a really cool yeah. song about back in nineteen fifty four and you're a teenager. And how girls look good in them. It's a it's a fantastic song. It's really okay. Fun to okay. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, we're back on to our alien retrospective this week. Uh, leading. Yeah. Up technically, to technically, we're on the alien retrospective because we're doing Prometheus this week. Yeah. Um, which is exciting. Um, yeah, I watched this yesterday. Um, by the way, I'm really stoked that PS4 has a rental service because, mm. like, for this podcast at least, when Netflix and Stan don't have it, I don't torrent things um, because I believe that we shouldn't and also uh, they ban Pirate Bay, so I can't. Um, but I, like, went to buy Prometheus yesterday, uh, two days ago. I was like, I'll go buy it. And it was, like, 20 bucks. And I'm going to watch that. I was like, I'm going to watch this fucking once. Even if I like it, I don't really watch movies like again and again. Um, so I was like, I don't, why? Oh. And then I realized I could rent it. So I spent five bucks, which is a bit overkill for a movie this old. But I spent five bucks. I get to rent the film and I just streamed it in HD. Um, and yeah, it's fucking awesome. So yeah, fun fact, good. if you, if you're looking at like wanting to like watch a film and you're really keen and you know, you're not going to watch it again, just chuck five bucks on like on Sony, a bunch of other places have a rental service. It's just handy. It's a handy little thing to do. I yeah, think. Remember that thing when you used to rent movies, like there was a video store and you used to go down there and like, yeah, pay three bucks and well, maybe not you, that you, much, you'd, you'd take your, you get in your horse and carriage and you'd, and you'd <laughs> trot on down to the local video shop and you'd, you'd spend pence it was 15 pence per film and you'd spend it. <laughs> well, that's the thing that I really miss. I, li I used to love video stores and I actually had a big freak out about this um, like maybe last year. And I was like, yeah. I, I woke up in a cold sweat being like, oh my God, all the video shops are fucking dead. It Where definitely is. A, it's a culture thing. And it, it is a, it's a really cool experience. I think being out, like you're just surrounded by entertainment and like, it's literally like you can pick whatever you want. Oh, and there's so like, many options. I don't know if you had it, but like we, Friday afternoon after school, my mum used to take us down to Video Easy and, you know, we just, you know, stalk the aisles looking for, for that new piece of entertainment that was going to yeah. keep us occupied yeah. over, the, over the weekend. Most of the time it was a video game. Oh, back in those days, you know, I was always, I'd always go straight to the, the PlayStation section. And yeah, I was, I was the exact same. Um, always games. But it was still like, I, even to this day, um, that Video Easy is still 
thriving in Townsville. It's actually still alive because they built a Cold Rock ice creamery inside it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, people go to get ice cream. They're like, oh, fuck, I'll rent a DVD as well. Well, I'll rent a film. Uh, yeah, well, why not? I'll get Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. That'll go well with this <laughs> peppermint it. ice cream. But I do miss that. Uh, I, I feel like that's something that this generation is really missing out on in that uh, the, the excitement of just going into this room full of fucking entertainment and just being surrounded by... I, I really like the covers. Like, you know, my house, you've seen my house. I've got fucking yeah. heaps of DVDs. I love, I love hard copy stuff of things. And, and I am somebody who goes out and buys DVDs. If I liked Prometheus, I would have gone out and bought it for 20 bucks for this podcast because usually if I'm seeing a movie at the, at the cinemas and I feel like watching it again, I'll probably just buy it. Um, yeah, yeah, you me, do that a lot. Yeah, well, to me, it, I feel like the, the movie has justified itself to me to be a part of my collection if I'm thinking about watching it again. I've I've got like I've got a weird sense like that a movie has to like blow me the fuck away for me to buy it. I own I think four or five DVDs, like yeah. Blu-rays that I've that I've I've actively gone, I'm gonna go buy this film because I liked it so much. Yeah. One of them is Interstellar, which is one of my favourite films of all time. Then it's the Lego movie because that shit is awesome. Yeah. Um <laughs> And then it's Big Lebowski, and then it's Hot Fuzz, and then Shaun of the Dead. Those are the five films I own. Um, and I've got Inception sitting in my cupboard, but I still haven't watched it, and I never will. Um, anyway. <laughs> but it's like one of those things, like, I feel, you know, when I was growing up, like, DVDs were the only way for us to watch movies. Like, we didn't have yeah. streaming, and, like, torrenting wasn't really a thing because internet the, the was thing, The thing you used to do is you used to burn DVDs so you'd rent one out. My family, I shouldn't say this, but it's like it was a huge thing. You used to, you'd go to the video shop, you'd rent a DVD out and you burnt it. Oh, man. It's like, you cheap fucks. It's only like five bucks and to hire a new release. And then sometimes you would get like you know, all these crazy deals, like you could get like fucking five movies for 10 bucks, like <laughs> cheap fucks yeah. going out there and burning things. And then that pisses me off as well when the torrenting started to come in because I've never torrented. I think it's fucking bullshit. It's, it really yeah. is killing the industry. Like the Australian film industry has been destroyed by fucking torrenting. Like, yeah, but also like by Creek, the fucking... like Wolf Creek 2 fucking have lost... Even though that movie fucking yeah. sucked and doesn't deserve that much money, but like it lost like millions and millions and millions of dollars and a potential of the a sequel getting made, but then they went on to make a stand series. So I don't know. It's just it just shits me that this is the thing. And the what you're just where I want to go with this is what you're touching on with the rental services. Like I've since fucking video easies and blockbusters have gone under, iTunes has been my go to. Because they have a, a, an incredible library. Of yeah, movies. Of like films. pretty much anything is on iTunes, and because you, you, you have know, Apple TV, don't you? Yeah, I have Apple TV, and um, and that's a good purchase. You can get, you know, you got your Google Plays and and all those sort of things as well. There's there's so many avenues, like that PS4. I'm pretty sure Xbox has something as well. Like there's so many avenues to go out there and actually legitimately rent a film, and they are in fucking good, um, like HD quality streaming. So it's it's worth it, and you know, and and I think. Now that Netflix is a thing, like people are used to streaming, so this can open up doors to things like that. Um, like I said, I would normally go and buy a movie if I if I was going to watch it again, but not Prometheus because I fucking hated it when I saw it at the cinemas. But I've gone in with an open mind, and I'm excited to talk about it to see if I actually dug it this time around. Well, let's bloody kick on into it. Let me give you a fucking rundown of the plot. So they find 
these two um, scientists, 2089, I think it was, they've, they're trying to look for, the, for God. They've basically figured, trying to, they believe that they, can, they, they know who made Earth. So they're trying to find who created human beings and shit. They find some stuff. They find this planet where they think the engineers live. So they fly on over to this planet and they're like, hey, we're going to find them. Wayland Industries is, um, is funding it. The guys, you know, you know, I don't, I'm not getting into that shit. Anyway, they get there and they're all dead um, and they're sad and they're like, damn. And uh, there's a robot, um, and I, David, and he decides to be a real curious son of a bitch and like there's these weird things basically he poisons someone with some goo from one of the caves that are on this thing where all the engineers lived and it kills a dude and the dude has sex with the main character and the main character has an alien baby uh not an alien alien like an alien like just an just like an octopus thing she gives herself a cesarean the guy turns into a monster and dies They've realized that what was happening was they were on the planet. It was like a military base and basically they were going to go to Earth and kill everything on Earth. Um, They find out there's another engineer alive somewhere. And so they're like, oh, we're going to go meet him. Turns out Wayland isn't dead. Oh, by the way, he's meant to be dead. Turns out he's not. (laughs) Um, So he's like, and he's like, I'm going to go like get my life saved. And they're like, and they just kind of accept it. They're like, whatever, I don't fucking care anymore. So they all go to see this engineer. The engineer meets them and just like out of nowhere just starts fucking destroying, like killing them. And he just starts killing everybody. And the lady is like, oh God, we go, he's got to take his spaceship and go to Earth and kill everyone on Earth. So the, the guys who are running the other spaceship blow it up by killing themselves. And then... Um, the engineer's real pissed and then he gets killed by the octopus that she gave birth to and then a little alien comes out of her like a, like a first gen xenomorph comes out of her um, that uh, like kills the guy I don't fuck fuck sorry I'm stressing myself out the octopus kills the engineer the engineer gives birth to a little octopus through his tongue little alien through his tongue and then the girl's like then a David's like hey really sorry I killed your husband but um I can fly the ship home. And she's like, nah, we've got to go find out like why they hate us and like how they created us. So basically, and that's the plot. Now, I want to bring this up real quick, real fucking quick. I've never seen an alien film before. So I'm basically going in and I'm watching these in the timeline they're meant to be presented. Um, I knew that this wasn't an alien film. Like every, all the criticism I've ever heard is that it's not an alien film. Mm-hmm. And that was fine for me. I didn't care about that. What the fuck was this fucking ending? What the fuck is the point of this fucking film, story-wise? Right? (laughs) What? Why? They go there. The whole goddamn film is that they're like, we're going to find God. Like, that's the thing. They're going to find the people who created life. They get there. They're all dead. Cool. That's exciting. Why are they dead? Guess we'll find out. We don't really find out. Then they find one. And it's like, cool, they found one. We're going to communicate with it. He just starts fucking killing them all. Like a goddamn Neanderthal. Just starts destroying every human being in sight. And I'm like, that's exciting. Why does he hate us so much? Let's find out. And then the film ends. (laughs) You don't find out shit. You don't find out anything. Nothing matters. Nothing happens. This film is redundant. Nothing happens in this film whatsoever. The only relevant thing that happens is that an alien is born and that is literally like a side, like that's a C-strand story device. Like, it means nothing. 
I feel what like the it's, fuck? It's, I think feel like they put that in as more of a, a tip to like yeah, you know, oh, satisfy yeah, it's, uh, those people yeah, that you were it's, saying it's, who were going to see this movie because it was in the alien universe and oh we're getting a new alien movie it's gonna be so good and then fucking that's all you get and oh, I was yeah, one of those people bloody Let connected me say, yeah I don't know I don't know if I've told this story on on the podcast but I'm gonna tell it again because yeah, this it. is one of my my biggest defeats I feel. Prometheus, when it ke- when it was coming out, I was so goddamn excited because I was getting a new Alien movie, and I like I just sort of got into the Alien side of things. Like I'd always been aware of it, and I'd seen the first and second one, and I and I liked them. Um, but at this point, I'd actually gone through and actually sat down and, and taken in the films, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is going to be so cool!" Because they, I'm, I'm fairly sure this is referenced in the first Alien. Like they find that weird gun thing. I think yeah um there's some reference for a while, but I'm, I'm fairly sure there's some sort of reference there and i'm thinking oh it's all coming full circle we're getting a prequel to this it's going to set up why the xenomorphs are what they are where they came from and whatever um you know i didn't i didn't particularly need a whole alien film i just i just needed <laughs> to be aware that we are in the same world and like the only things that really do set up that are like the spaceships kind of look the same um, you know, we've got a space crew, we're going to a weird, uh, rocky planet, like, that's about it. And it's just this weird, like, wanky, god-fucking-finding movie that didn't really speak to me. But anyway, so I had a huge hype train going into this. You would have been movie. so disappointed, man, man. you have no idea. So it gets even more, it gets even better because... Me and my brother, you know, my brother lives in Townsville, and at this time I was living on the coast, in Gold Coast. And um, I said to boy and my bro, and I was like, you need to come down. We're going to watch Prometheus on the biggest fucking screen we can find. Mm. And um, at the time, I think Rabina was probably the biggest screen. And, um, but what for whatever reason, he couldn't get in until late because he had to, like, do a uni test or something like that. And... Um, we ended up having to find one in Brisbane that was like nearby the, the airport where he's flying in. And we, we've done all, I did all these research on all the screens and, and like called around and found out like the specs oh of the sizes God. of the screens. Because I was like, I want the biggest fucking screen to see this spectacular film. And I think we ended up going to Indrapilly. And it's, it's quite a big, big screen there. So Indrapilly, yeah. And we've, yeah. we've gone in. And me and boy are fucking hyped as fuck. Like, if we could, if they had, like, a concession stand in the, in the, in the lobby, I would have bought everything. Like, I would have been sitting there with a fucking face hugger backpack, a fucking, you know, Prometheus shirt and, and cap with a little sipper. But, no, I'm sitting there, and we're so excited. And about halfway through the movie, I just realized, I'm like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> oh man this, I don't I think, think I like this and I'm like oh okay well it's gotta get better like surely and then the only alien reference was that little thing that you just spoke about and I remember coming out being like what the hell was that movie and thinking, so you oh, like you came out and immediately didn't like it like you came out and immediately you were like that was shit yeah 100% Jeez. I, that's impressive because like some people are like oh that was really good with films that suck I was like that with Dark Knight Rises and then had to sit for a couple of days and I was like wow that was actually I didn't like that so and I'm usually like that usually I'll hold on to you know my fandom or you know my, I'll keep a blind eye to you know things just because it was you know something that I really care about like Batman v Superman or something like that I'll, I'll sit there and be like no no I have to like this movie I have to like this but this one like just shit on my dreams 
<laughs> like it took mm. me but saying that I was expecting an alien film so I didn't I, I went in and I didn't get an alien film and I was really disappointed about it like there's sort of alien references and there's you know it's it's kind of a similar film to the original alien but it's it just wasn't what I wanted or expected and I just was so upset by it um, so it's taken me a long time to sort of to come back to this and I'm glad that we're doing it for this retrospective because I, I really wanted to, to, to watch it again with a critical eye and, and sort of even a more open mind than what I had before. Um, like, I now know it's not an alien movie and, and I, I know a lot of people who do like this movie. They like it a lot. Like, I find that you either love it or you hate it and um, I was definitely on the hate train. So let's, um, I, I guess I'm here to find out if I still hate it. But I do agree. Yeah. Nothing happens, and I think it's because, nothing fucking happens. I think it's because what the fuck? I think it's because they really, really thought they were going to be making a second one. Like yeah, I'm, well, I'm I said this was going to be a whole new trilogy or something like but that. But like that doesn't even matter. Like again, oh my god, here we fucking go. Don't set up a film expecting another film. Make a complete story and finish it. Okay, okay. Do we understand the problem here? By the way. On another note, I don't fucking like Ridley Scott. Just to clarify, I think I've spoken to you about this before, Fish. Yeah. I don't fucking like Ridley Scott. I didn't really like The Martian. It was kind of nothing. It was like fu the white bread of sci-fi films. Yeah, I did. Sucked. I fucking hated Exodus. I fucking hated Exodus See, I liked so Exodus. much. I didn't mind yeah. Exodus, but I feel I, like every other one of his films in the last probably ten years. I've they're not even like, good. Yeah. Like they're not even that good. He everyone fucking sucks his dick. Like this is a oh Ridley Scott only does four takes of a shot. That's a bad thing. Because what happens is, you get a bad film. Like, you get performances where you're like, wait, what the fuck are they feeling? I don't understand. And you know what film has that? Fucking Prometheus. Prometheus's characters, I'm watching and I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Why are they acting like this? They fucking... Okay, so here we go. This is this review, from my end, is going to be a lot of, why the fuck did this happen? Which is, we should do a segment called... <laughs> Why the, <laughs> why the fuck did this happen? Anyway, um, why the fuck did this happen? So they get McDuff. in the with Conor McDuff. I could we could go it through story beat by beat, which we do with other films. But the problem is this film has no fucking story. So I'm just gonna go with why the fuck did this happen? So we got this guy. He's hardened. He's British. He's got a mohawk. He's a sick looking dude. They get into the cave. They're doing an archaeological expedition, having a look for things. They go in. They see some crazy shit. They see holograms of people dying. They see giant dead bodies of aliens. He's like, dude, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I don't want to be a part of this. And it's like, fair enough, man. That's pretty gnarly. So they fuck off. These two guys fuck off. He's freaked out. Like, he doesn't want to be a part of it. Next minute, they're stuck in a cave. And then he just rocks up and sees literally a pile of dead bodies. And he's not freaked out anymore. He's just like, oh, look at this. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? And like, that's a small thing. But that was enough for me to be like, what the fuck's going on? Like, they have no care for consistency in this film. Mm. The captain, like Idris oh. Elba, what? Sorry, continue. Oh, I just wanted to say, like, though that that little side story with the the, the mohawk dude and the guy with the glasses when they sort of just disappear, like, <laughs> I, like the, it's kind of just like, oh yeah, they they're lost in the caves. Um, but there was sort of no build up to that either. It was just like everyone got back and then they called back and they're like, hey, yeah, we well, know we're still here. Oh, well, you better stay there. There's a big fucking storm. It's like, why yeah. didn't they kind of call them on the way out of the caves? Like, make sure that everybody was together before they fucked off. And got yeah, like, I, I don't, don't understand. They um, can communicate the entire time with the entire crew. So why is it that 
they only realize all this information is happening at the end of like when everyone gets home. Yeah, that's right. Like but that then, makes no sense. And I could kind of go with it because it's setting up a, a pretty cool scene to show us, you know, some of the alien life forms on this planet, on this ship or whatever. And then with that little snake vagina thing <laughs> that comes up and breaks that guy's arm. Which I thought was a fucking really, really cool scene. But that's what he does well. Like, his, with Ridley Scott's sequences, like, like his scenes, his individual scenes are always pretty cool. Yeah. You know, like, he does a good job of, of doing cool shit. You yeah, know, and that's it, like, and that's a really intense scene. Like the thing, oh, it's fucking, fucking awesome. breaks his arm and then you know bleeds yeah. all over the other dude, and the acid goes onto his face, and he's fucking, he's you know can't breathe, and he's sucking in like the the screen of his fucking mm. mask, which is intense, and um, the thing goes up into the dude's mouth and everything. But what does it mean? Yeah, what nothing. is this? It's... What what is that thing? What did it do to them? It obviously the fuck somehow by the getting the blood on. The, the mohawk dude it turns him into a superhuman but why what is he what what the fuck is that thing do something with it it was so good but it doesn't mean anything to me it's just like a fucking stupid it's just to set up another half decent scene later on where a guy goes fucking ham on all these guys inside the, the, the ship hangar yeah and that means shit all as well it happens and then it stops like, it's just like yeah just killing a bunch of people and that's oh shit how scary is it but that never comes back People, people oh. aren't turning into weird zombie things or whatever the fuck that guy was throughout the whole movie. Like, what happened? <laughs> you know? None of it, none of this is relevant. And the problem is there's no overarching plot. They put, give so much time to David, the android. Like, yeah. so much time. He is such a, and he's a cool character. And Michael Fassbender plays him really well. But, like, again, he gets up to shady shit. He poisons someone. But at the end of the film, I'm like, why the fuck did he do any of that? Like, well, what the I, fuck? I sort is... of got the feeling that he was doing experiments, like figuring out what these things were and whatever, but... And at, at first I thought he was doing it on behalf of Wayland, because, you know, he's kind of talking to him. Yeah, but he while, isn't. Well, he's asleep or whatever, but... Yeah, is he... He isn't? Did you pick that? I, I don't know what he's doing. No, he's... Yeah, I, I understand that he's curious, which is a fucking stupid motivation for a character. I mean, yeah, he's an android. But, like... Why do it? Why would you poison the scientist? Like, yeah, why would you like poison one of the main sources of intelligence for this place? <laughs> why wouldn't you poison one of the redundant just crew members grunt, that get yeah. killed? Like, and, that's, and that just made no fucking sense to me. Like, I don't understand why him... Because, and again, no care for characters' motivations. So what? He gets there. This scientist has been a pretty cool dude the entire time. He's so excited. All the engineers are dead. And what? He's sad? Like suddenly he's miserable? And he starts drinking heavily and he turns into a dick for a bit? I was just like, what the fuck? Why? Like, this character's fine. Why would a scientist, a fucking scientist, makes that discovery and be upset? And they justify it where he's like, yeah, we were meant to meet our Mako and we didn't. Oh, yeah, come on. Fuck like, off because, fuck yeah, off. Because he's a scientist. Like, if anything, like, a dead body is enough to, yeah, you exactly. know, sort of go off. Like, they could, they could spend like years at that place as an archaeological dig, you know, and, and get more answers and then find out where else they can find the ancestors So or stupid. Yeah. And then like, and then uh, again, like every character does something fucking retarded. Like 
He's in the room with the girl and he's like, yeah, you know, yeah. and he's, the one line he said that I'm like, it's like, yeah, see, it doesn't even, you don't even, apparently life isn't that precious. You just need DNA and, and a half a brain to create it. And she starts crying because she can't have kids. She's like, I can't create life. And I, and I was watching this with my roommate, Eamon, and I'm not kidding. We were watching it and Eamon goes, bitches, man. Like he was just so, and I thought the same thing. I was like, what a fucking bitch. Like, why are you making this about yourself? Like, what the around, fuck? Like he's upset fuck. about like their lifelong dream just being destroyed. And she goes yeah. and turns around on him. Was that referenced earlier in the film or did that come out of nowhere? No, it came out. Of course it came out of nowhere. Of course yeah. it came out of nowhere. Nothing happened. It made no sense. <laughs> Well, can, while we're on the on the topic of these two main characters now, these are the guys that are, are carrying the film, and I don't really like them. I don't like either of them. I actually like you were saying like the other guy is being kind of cool and whatever. I didn't think he was cool at all. I thought you fucking pissed me off the whole. Movie. No, He's I got mean, this I weird, mean, like, like, like over overconfidence about him, but it's not like a fun, like funny sort of thing. He's just a bit of a dick the whole time. Yeah, like, I mean, man, but I, I mean, like, he was just he was kind of more entertaining to watch than like Michael Fassbender. And like that's and I like David. I like David as character. Oh, I just like like I liked what they did with the android. Like and I I like his curiosity, but I don't really understand his motivation. Like you're saying, mm. um, and then and then we've got the main chick, who I don't mind her character, but she's not playing it well. Like the acting is pretty fucking. She's horrible. pretty stiff. Yeah, and, and that's funny I mean, because I've seen this girl in um uh the girl with the dragon tattoo, and you know obviously she's speaking another language in that, but like she's really struggling here to to convey the English language, and she looks super plastic. Mm. Like she, she does like look real doll. fake. Um, one of the things I, I did like about her though was when shit was hitting the fan, when this film kind of went into that mm. alien genre a little bit, where it's a bit horror, you know. Yeah. Um. I thought she did really well. Like when she's running away and trying to give herself a cesarean, I was yeah, like, that's cool. That's so good. And that's look, I wanna I wanna give this movie some pretty big props for like when it hits the horror scenes, even though they feel fucking irrelevant to most of whatever's going on in this film. Um, when we're getting the horror, it's fucking good. Like, yeah, like I said, that's so scene, good. And that cesarean scene, that is incredible. Like so well done. Like, so well done. And, like, when she finally, she gets it out and it's just flipping around on, you know, on top of the crane just above her and she has to sort of slide under it, like, to hope that it doesn't get that's to what, her. And that's like, what Scott does well. Is these, he does sequences well. He's got good, he's like, this is a cool, this is a cool scene. And he's right. Like, it is. And you're right. Like, yeah. I loved it. My God. Um, yeah, but, I, again, it's just so... What's the fucking point? Yeah, what's That's... the point? What's the point? Yeah. What? And she... And what? Michael Fassbender is intentionally trying to kill her, basically. He knows what's going to happen. And then she comes back and she's knocked out two people. And then she comes back and everyone's like, oh, hey, how you doing? Yeah. What the fuck? Like, why is any of this happening? Even Idris Elba, the captain. Like, there's a moment where they're stuck in the cave and he's like, hey... Well, you're stuck in the cave. Like that's actually his reaction. Yeah, and he he's doesn't just so care. Cool with it. it's and I was like, just like, I was like, hang on, <laughs> what? What is he a bad guy? Is this like intentional? Uh, is he's he not? That's the funny thing. It, it's it's so fucking. Oh, the justification of it is out of, out of hand. Like I guess he's just all like, oh, you guys, you'll be fine. But it's like this is uncharted territory, guys. You don't know yeah. what's in those caves. You don't know what comes out at night. You don't know. The, you don't know anything. How are Honestly, you so chill about this? Like, fuck you, Ridley Scott. I've had so many arguments over 
like with friends about Ridley Scott and him as a director, but fuck this but film. But see, the really thing f- is that Ridley Scott used to be a good director. Like his early stuff, like Alien, when we get to ignore, Alien. Ignore I'm my sure. typing. Ignore my typing. I'm just going to get up his, his filmography right now. Hang on, so, one sec. Like, you talk about Alien, the original Alien. When we talk about that, I think we're... Well, I'm hoping our tune will change. I know mine will because I love that first film. Um, yeah. You know, Blade Runner. He's done like some really iconic films and, you know, he, I think he's just riding that fame train since then. Um, you know, he's done some okay movies here and there, but like overall he's not really what he is. It's, it's funny because every time a new Ridley Scott movie comes out, I still get a little bit of excitement. Every, every fucking person loves him. Oh, Ridley Scott. Oh, Martian, the best what? picture. Yeah. You fucking kidding I me. That he even did, Martian. You fucking kidding me. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? How in the fucking world did the Martian get nominated for best picture? Yeah. It's a fucking piss poor performance from Matt Damon. Fucking sitting on a sand planet, sitting on Uluru. Fuck off. Anyway, that's a whole other cup of tea. Let's move on. Well, I want to talk about, you know, Idris Elba. We were, we, the justification for some of his stuff is all over the shop. But, like, he's so underused as well. Idris Elba mm. is so fucking good. And he's just this nothing captain, really. Like, yeah, he crashes the ship at the end. But I want to see him on the ground, man. I want to see him out there. Like, I, I half expected him to take an, an expedition and go save those two dudes. Rather yeah. than just leave them there. Um, and then he's got, like, this weird relationship with Charlize Theron where, you know, he fucks he her. He bangs her once, yeah. <laughs> but where, what is that? Who is... What? <laughs> what nothing... relevance? What is the point of the scene? Yeah. What does this contribute to the yeah. story? Oh, wait, it's okay. There is no fucking story. So Ridley Scott can do whatever he wants <laughs> in every scene. But my next big problem with irrelevance almost is um, Wayland. So we've got the old dude who's the whole... You know, he's pushing this this uh, expedition because he wants to meet the ancestors to get life because he's on, on his last breaths. Okay, that's cool. But when he sort of comes back, it's not really that big a deal. And, you know, it's all like, oh, he wasn't dead. And I was like, oh, I actually, okay, who cares? Yeah, who gives a fuck? What's you the know? point? <laughs> like, There's no leader. he leader. goes on to do nothing anyway. He just gets fucking killed. And it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's just so irrelevant. I just don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, I don't understand a lot of the things that are happening in this film. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Not a lot of it makes makes sense. And I mean, you got to get where I will give props. Um, visually, it's stunning. Like this film is fuck, and the production design, like the production design and the visuals in this film, are next level. Like I'm excited for Alien Covenant because, like, and my friend brought it up as well. Like they, it will just look so pretty because this film. It's gorgeous. Like, holy fuck. I don't know if you liked it, but my God, I thought it was so pretty. I, I think it looks pretty drab, to be honest. I um, Like, you know, it's just like this fucking rock planet. It's not that pretty to look at. The colors are all pretty just fucking gray. I don't know. It When you're inside the, the ship, I was a little bit more, but even then it's kind of monotone and, and a bit boring. But you didn't, you didn't like the, the, the cinematography? You didn't think the cinematography Cinematography is good. is good, don't get me wrong, but just in terms of the colours and... Yeah, and the yeah, way, the actual the, like, set. The actual setting, I, I just yeah. don't find interesting and it doesn't draw me in. Like, I found even Alien, even though it's sort of got the same kind of colour scheme, it's a little bit more green in Alien from memory, but... It's still pretty monotone and, 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 and uh, you know, it's, it's, it's supposed to feel like you're in a basically a sewer with fucking scary monsters around you or whatever. 
and it somehow the atmosphere in that movie worked a lot more um, from what I remember than what this does um, I don't mind it when they're in the ship and they're in the tunnels and whatever but once once they're just out on the on the rocks and the ship's kind of boring and I don't know I just I find a lot of it boring yeah and, yeah, it, I might, get and it might just be also because I find the characters boring and what's going on fairly boring as well you know but cinematography wise it's not too bad I thought it was really pretty, but I do I can understand where you're coming from for sure. It definitely has sort of a drab look to it, which of course is the point. Um, yeah. And no one's going to question Ridley Scott because he's a genius. Well, um, but when um, we're talking about g- generic drab things, can we talk about the fucking ancestors? Are they not just the boring? The, the engineers. Things? Yeah. I thought I honestly thought they looked pretty cool. I kind of really? like I was like. Yeah, I, I liked the simplicity to it, and I liked the humanoid features and how big they were, but. I would have only liked that if I saw more of them, you know, like I would have enjoyed it more, but like the moment he just starts killing people, I'm like, wow. Okay, cool. Like if you're going to make, if you're going to make, you know, the, the jaws, the jaws or the, the alien character, the one that's hunting people down. Why the fuck is it a big white bald dude? Like where's, where's the sort of, well, that's, that's where I'm coming from. (sighs) Like, you know, the xenomorphs are so intricate and interesting and and just like a root, just a really incredible design and then we get these things and okay i get it they're the where they're like it's like god making us in his image they're kind of like us they're a bit bigger they're just a generic bald man um i get it but it's not interesting to me it's kind of boring and when he starts going ham it's still kind of boring it's just a big dude throwing people around like you may as well have just had it actually was a human and he's throwing them around. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know. Yep. I expected a lot more from the people who designed the xenomorphs. You know what I mean? I, I agree. And I mean, like, if you're going to make a film about characters who are finding the meaning of life, you better fucking find that meaning of life, you son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> which these characters are meant to do. Like, I, I think the reason I liked it initially... Hang on, let me sneeze. <coughs> Sorry, audience. Um, I think the reason... Um, I liked it initially was because I expected more from them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I thought these characters were going to be, this, this this thing was going to be a huge thing. And I expected this mighty voice behind it, you know? But yeah, we just get, yeah, we get yeah. this and fucking that's, guy. And I think that's where I was at when I first saw it as well. Because, like, the build-up, the first half of this film has a, a great sort of tension about it. It's, it's a very, like, oh, we're... What are we doing? What are we stepping into here? What's going to happen? And then when we see what happens, it's just underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> oh my! But the thing that I remember the most about this movie, and it still pisses me off watching it this time, is that fucking finale where oh, the, the running away scene. The, yeah, where the big holy ship is just shit, just them. run to your right, run for to fuck the side. Sake. Like she rolls, she actually rolls out of the yeah. way, but couldn't run out of the way, and both yeah. of them sort of. <laughs> You know, not one of them figured it out. And it's quite intense. Like, it's quite well done, but it's just... The logic of it is Um, just It's fucking fucking stupid. It's fucking stupid. Why? (laughs) Like, oh my God, why would you not? Like, I like like when Charlize Theron gets fucking crushed. Like, I think that is really cool. And it's kind of... Like, it's filmed really well. It makes... I feel... I felt, like, claustrophobic Mm. just watching her get crushed. But why couldn't it have been... She sort of runs to the side... And then, then it kind of falls on her and she couldn't outrun yeah. it falling that way or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, you took a 50-50 chance and it rolled the way 
it, you know, it falls the way that you ran rather than the other way and the, the main chick gets away or whatever. That's how it could have been done. But instead, we've got a circle that if you only stood to the side a couple of meters, you, it would have just gone past you. Yeah, it makes no sense. It's it just makes making a mockery no of your fucking audience. Like, it's and it's the grand, like it's the grand finale of the film, which is the most frustrating part. It's the epic scene, and it's fucking stupid. It makes yeah. no fucking sense whatsoever. So, film makes no fucking sense. I don't even know what else to talk about. Hey, I don't know what else to talk about. <laughs> nah, that's me done. All right, let's wrap this shit up. Good, the bad, the ugly. Play the. I'm gonna play the music. There you go. There's the fucking music. It's done now. <laughs> that for the audience there's gonna be you guys just heard a cool theme and it feels like we waited but I literally just it doesn't matter alright the good, the bad and the ugly what's your good? <laughs> yeah visuals that's my good what's your good? Um, the horror scenes the horror scenes are fucking yeah, awesome yeah fuck that's true when they are really its, good when it's doing its thing it's doing its thing man and the cesarean and the snake scene are so good and it makes it even more disappointing when they don't mean anything and I think that's yep. my bad that's my bad is that the good things don't fucking mean anything in this movie. <laughs> well, my bad would be, um, what the fuck? All right, what's my, what's your ugly? <laughs> <laughs> your, <what? laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> the, the what the fuck? What, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Right? When it ended, when it ended, did you go, what the fuck? Because that's what I did. And that's my bad. Yeah. That's my bad. That I, I said that. Go fucking hell. All right. What's your ugly? Uh, my ugly? My ugly would be just the fact that this is an irrelevant film. Like, nothing means anything. And yeah, okay. I know you, the, 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 the idea was that we were going to get a Prometheus 2, but I'm fucking glad we're not. And we're going on to an alien movie. Thank the fuck Christ. Um, that's you can't just assume that you you're gonna get one because obviously what's happened is the the reception hasn't been too warm to what Prometheus was because you played your fucking audience like a fool, and that's fucking ugly. What's yours? Um, character motivation. I don't understand why characters are doing anything in this film or why they act a certain way, and I'm really disappointed because. That really takes everything sort of like there's no legitimacy to anything in a film if, if the characters aren't meaning what they're doing. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. All right. What do you got? Look, this film was garbage and I didn't like it. I thought, I thought it was pretty. I expected to like it actually because I didn't watch alien films and I thought the reason people didn't like it was because it wasn't an alien film. Yeah. But really the reason people didn't like it is because Ridley Scott has no fucking clue what he's doing. Okay, this was fucking terrible. Characters don't know what they want to do. They have no concept of, of, of anything going on. Why the fuck did the characters only find out about a mission two years into entering the planet's fucking atmosphere? Wouldn't you be told two years prior what's going on? Why yeah. was this a secret for, to begin with? Why would it be a secret if they're trying to find life? It's a scientific research mission. Why would they not know? It's not like they're going to kill things. I'm sure a lot of people would be very keen to go and do that mission, you know? And maybe that's Sorry. it. Maybe they wanted to keep it to themselves. And, and this, is it, the, you know? this is the biggest problem with the film. Why does anything happen? Why? Why do characters do certain things? Why are characters acting a certain way? Why is these things happening in the story? And the worst part is there's never a fucking payoff. There's never a payoff. There's never a point I sit there and go, oh, the whole point was they, they tried to find the meaning of life. They, they tried to find God. 
what? They fight him, he starts killing people, we don't even discover why. And what, you expect to make a sequel, so you leave out the entire premise of the film. You leave out the conclusion. Sorry, how is that even satisfying if there was a second film? What? And then the second film just follows the same storyline as the first one, them trying to find out why. Yeah. Cool! What happens at the end of the fucking second one? There's a third one, because it's a trilogy? Go fuck yourself, mate. I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you, Ridley Scott. I... God damn. I'm gonna probably like Alien. I like Blade Runner. You know, I like these films. But goddamn, dude, sort your fucking life out, okay? Because this was garbage. And I'm gonna fucking finish this podcast and then bully one of my friends for liking it so much because he should feel bad. <laughs> it's very pretty. Again, in true Fish and Connor fashion, I hated the film, but, but goddamn was it. Goddamn was it pretty. And the sequences, the horror sequences, are actually really cool. And I've got to give it props to that because they were genuinely pretty sick. So yeah. I'm gonna give this film a two out of five. Good call. Um,. I, I, yeah, I don't, I, I thought you might like this movie because you didn't have that alien sort of pretense. Um, yeah. And that's what I've kind of tried to go in with here. I didn't go in expecting an alien movie. I, I went in just expecting a sci-fi flick and they were going to tell what story was I getting here and the, the answer is not much. There's not yeah. much story at all. And that's super disappointing. And I really am finding it hard to... <laughs> Sorry, Gino's just fucking decided he wants to take a piss in the house. <laughs> Fuck, it Fuck that dog! Fucking hell! Right next to my laptop. Fucking hell. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Basically, I yeah, I went in ex- trying to find what this movie was about, and it really didn't give me anything. It's just a whole lot of nothing happening. There's a whole lot of cool sequences. Like I said, the horror sequences are on point and I love them, but I just wish they had relevance to the overarching thing. The only thing that kind of really had relevance was her birthing a fucking Kraken and it killing the thing at the end. It, it, but it didn't... Like, that's just such a... That's like a, a normal, cheap slasher sort of relevance rather than, you know, what this movie's trying to be. It's trying to answer the meaning of life <laughs> you know mm. <laughs> trying to be this super deep thing and it really really isn't and i don't understand why there is such a fan base for this i think i'm pretty sure reese our boy reese loves this movie so i'd love to hear his side of the story and i'm sure he's going to send us a message reeling us for terrorists us. we have a group chat with reese and literally the group chat consists of every time we say something reese agrees with he goes good job Every time we say something you disagree with, he's like, ah, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and it's great. It's actually like so awesome yeah. when in the group chat because I love that he that he does that. It's it's fucking awesome. Yeah, anyway, starting conversation. And that's Good what on we want to do. You, that's what anyone yeah. who has who you, you know, if you like Prometheus, please let us know why you like Prometheus. Because I can't see it. I give it a two out of five. Fuck yeah. Well, that's this week done. What's next week, Fish? Go, go, Power Rangers! Go, go, Power Rangers! We're not in time with each other. Yeah, I am excited. Who's your favourite ranger? The Red Ranger. Come on. See, I agree. The Red Ranger is the best ranger. I'm not a huge Power Ranger fan, but the Red Ranger was always my favourite. My friend likes the Green Ranger the most. Yeah, Um, there's always kind of a war between those two. He kind of took over that arsehole, but... You can't take it over from Jason. It's Red maybe. Ranger, man. It's Red Ranger for life. Yeah. Um, I am keen to see 
if this film's going to be a Michael Bay fest, which it should be, like it's Power Rangers. Yeah, so, I, 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 and I hope it is, but to be honest, I don't really like the design. The, the, yeah, the trailers have made it really depressing. It's gone for that like mid-2000s look of where they've tried to reboot a, reboot a, a fun franchise and made it gritty. Yeah. Um, and that's it, fucking I'm, look, dumb. I'm okay. I think that uh, it, it could be done with these Power Rangers, but I'm more like... I, I was just looking at a poster the other day and I'm kind of like, the, the, there's too much going on on these Ranger suits. Like, the simplicity of the originals is what fucking made it. And the, actually, the thing that makes the original show is its, is its fucking hamminess, you know? Like, it's... <laughs> It's so, so insanely it's handy. so campy and I love it. Like, you know, huh, Zordon, what's going on? Yeah. Like, if it's not like that, like, where's the fun? <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. Well, we're just I'm... watching a bunch of guys in suits fighting normal. Yeah. Where's the kickboxing? Oh, where's yeah. the sounds? Yeah. Um, Every time they get defeated, an explosion happens behind them. Yeah. An explosion happens behind them. All the sparks and shit go flying, they do backflips. I, that's, like, surely there's got to be some sort of montage to that. But saying that, I'm I'm looking. I'm I'm pretty keen to see like a new vision of the Rangers and to see if it works. I'm actually um, reading. There's like an ongoing um, comic series at the moment of the original Power Rangers um, characters and whatever. So like Kimberly and Tommy and Jason and all that, and it's fucking awesome, man. It's so good. So I, d- I just don't know if anything can top those original characters and, yeah, and, and yeah. storylines even though they are lame as shit and like as a filmmaker you could sit there and tear them apart but that's kind of what works for it so i wonder what if what they're doing with this new one is going to work i'm keen to see it i'm going to find the biggest screen i can find to watch it on <laughs> i'm going to ruin it again aren't i you're going to ruin the whole experience well my it's brother's been great... here too he's going to be watching it too so we might uh, it might be a prometheus a prometheus v2 well it's been a great week uh, we're on SoundCloud now. I think I brought this up last week, but we're on SoundCloud now, and we're going to start trying to plug that rather than Podbean because um, it's kind of easy. It's it's really accessible. SoundCloud's pretty good, so we're going to try and do that. So check us out on SoundCloud. Follow us on Podbean. Follow us on Stitcher. Use iTunes if you want. Follow us on Facebook. We're looking at getting a Twitter. If you guys are listening to this right now, should we get a Twitter? Because Fish and I never, I've, neither of us have never used it, and I, I think don't we're both. Twitter. Yeah, and I, I and I don't really know if it's going to work. But, I mean, if you guys would be keen for a Twitter, we'd do it. I mean, we're more than happy to. But, yeah, yeah it's been a good week. Whatever more accessible to you guys. That's where That's we're, it. About the, we're about the listeners, you know? We're all about you guys. That's why we do it. We don't do it for us. Trust me. We don't do it for us. <laughs> I'm going to play the music so you can say it. Play the music, Con. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. Fish and Connoisseur Movie does not own any rights to the film Prometheus, its marketing or its soundtrack and no infringement is intended. The track Not Human is performed by Mark Streitenfield, while the track The Good, The Bag, The Ugly, Titles is performed by Ennio Morricone. 